this week's episode of Kinky Coffee Time, an adult talk show dedicated to protect and restore the beauty and benefits of healthy BDSM dynamics. Achieved through diverse perspectives from average people like you and us. About, about not-so-average not so topics, topics like sex, shibari, belts, bondage, aftercare, paddles, discipline, subspace, wax play, submission, subdrop. So, um... This particular topic <laughs> is... Pretty much my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it kind of hits home. I mean, it does hit home. Yeah, it, it's it's a personal topic, this one, for sure. I'm slightly <laughs> intimidated by this topic because... Really? Yeah. It, Why? It, it represents us, and it's kind of scary because if we receive... If we receive any sort of criticism from this, <laughs> it's as I mean, as strong as I am, it's going to be absorbed differently. Yeah. And I understand that not we're not we are not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, well, as much as we want to be, we're totally aware of that too. The backlash, the stigma, the misunderstanding, the and you know we've yeah. gotten a lot of backlash both online. And in person. In person. <laughs> in person. By family. By, it's all around. We know it's a touchy subject. That's why I sort of avoid it because it's so intimate. But we're here to clear the air. Set the record straight. <laughs> and to just kind of give our perspective on it in hopes that, you know, um, you know if, if, you've gotten, if you've been misinformed about it. That we can hopefully, you know... Clear the air in certain areas. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because we know, we know there's there's definitely some bad apples in our community, too. I mean, there's bad, <laughs> there's bad apples in everything yeah, in life. Yeah, in general. I mean, you name this it, you name a group. Though. No, I'm telling you, you name a group, and there's going to be bad yeah. apples in every aspect. But yes. D-D-L-G. Yes, Dominant Daddy Little Girl. Like, the acronym itself already kind of makes people go like, what the hell? Yes. <laughs> and and I want to clear something. For, well, first off, let, let, uh, this, let's do a disclaimer. When we are referring to DDLG, Dominant Daddy Little Girl, these are all adults. Consenting adults. Consenting adults. Yes, this is very, very important that we that, say and state from, yes. <laughs> from the beginning. We are in no shape, way, or form advocating for anyone under the age of 18 to be part of this lifestyle. We are completely against it. And also, <laughs> as it applies to us. Yes. As it applies to us, DDLG is not role-playing. And it's most definitely not incest. Mm-mm. It's not uh, father and daughter role playing. It's not pedophilia. It's not. Pe- oh my god, these <laughs> topics sorry. are. No, it's true. These. The... I'm sorry. What? How does it even get there? To people use Whoa. that acronym. Dominant daddy. Little girl. Little girl. That's the acronym itself has that you know and negative. Connotation. Yes. It feels like such an extreme to jump from like one thing to like whoa. Well, okay, like it it has more to do with the fact that people will automatically associate you being into those things 
than not. Than not. It's, yeah. It's a lot easier for them to associate like, oh, you're into DDLG. That means you like pedophilia. That means you're into incest. Yeah. You that you enjoy in, exploiting children and whatnot. And, that's and kind of sad though to think that that's the first thing. We're just being realistic about, of, I mean, yeah. about what people. You know, I, assume. I can understand why people would jump to that. I, I can. Yeah, because some people don't do extensive research about it. The minute that they hear that, they're like, oh, no, I'm blocking that completely. Yeah, like if you come to someone and you tell them, whether it's in person or online, and you tell them, oh, I'm into DDLG, and they ask, what's that? Right? Because they really want to know. They've never heard the acronym before. And you just tell them it means dominant daddy little girl. For someone who doesn't have any notion of what background, BD, yeah, what BDSM is, the first thing they're gonna think is you like to call like your dominant daddy. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why would you f- associate them to a father figure? And here's the thing: what's interesting about it, and and, and this mm-hmm. is a question that I invite others, other listeners from different cultures. Oh yeah, because I'm I'm extremely curious about this. Okay, so. I've known like older Hispanic ladies call their husbands or significant others papi. Yeah. And papi. Yeah, their husband. Their husband, yeah. I've even heard some of them call their son that. Yeah. Papi. Papi, papi, papi. And I know that in certain cultures it's normal. Yeah. And I'm going to go further more to say that some husbands and some significant others call their wives or girlfriends Niñas. Mi niña. That's Mi a, niña. Yeah. Niña and this is just in Hispanic culture. But we are curious to see if that kind of transcends into other... Yeah, is there some sort of... Um, similarities yeah, in other cultures. Exactly. Because that would be interesting. Because it doesn't sound as horrible to say like, oh, he's... Él es mi papi, he's my papi. Versus like, oh, he's my daddy. Yeah. I don't know, it just... It it, it it sounds different. Yes, yes. And if you grew up in that environment or if you heard someone call their significant other papi or, you know, like, a, I guess, a daddy in a different language. Yeah, we're we curious. Wanna we want to know. Is that is that like a common thing or are we just fucking weird? <laughs> I mean, we are weird. <laughs> I think we got that out of the way a while yeah, back, okay. two episodes ago. Yeah, you're right. But, and that's okay. Yeah, we embrace it. I'm not. I embrace it. So going to the the acronym itself, it's dominant daddy little girl. Um, basically, the way that or the definitions that I have are going to be like this: dominant daddy is a type of dominant who also partakes in like caregiver caregiving responsibilities. Um, I wouldn't say they're necessarily soft doms, but I guess some kind of would see it that way. Yeah. Um, There are some attributes of a daddy dom that are inherited in the title of a daddy dom that he has a soft side to his caregiving nature. Yeah. So, like, for example, responsibilities would be to mentor, to discipline, to nurture, to protect, um, like, their little in all aspects um, of their life. Advise, protect, embrace. Embrace, yes. Um, Comfort. 
and just overall help the submissive become who they want to be. Correct, and then and in, and in certain dynamics, discipline outside outside of the uh, the bedroom in the dynamic. Yeah, we don't. I don't engage in discipline outside of the bedroom. But I mean, I feel like you do, just in different ways. Um, I think I'm I'm referring more to like punishments. Oh well, that's well, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be different because. I don't know. I, that's gonna be based. That's that's gonna depend on every one's like her own personal experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their own relationship or their own dynamic with someone. Right. Um. There can be punishments. There can be punishments, and then that that goes also into the second part of the acronym, which is little girl. Little girl is going to be the submissive, a type of submissive who embraces childlike qualities and um, behaviors. Yeah, behaviors. For example, they like, you know, being spoken to softly, maybe, or, you know, they're definitely ones who like watching cartoons and coloring books or. And each. Little has its own, their own, yeah, I almost like their own signature. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to kind of explain or or give too much detail because I don't I don't want it to be something where people think, oh, okay, so a little has to do these things in order to be considered a little. No, what I'm saying is, is they can embrace those qualities of themselves, and um, in order to get to what's called quote-unquote little space, which I will go into detail about, they will do those things. So, for example, it would be watching cartoons, sorry, I dropped my tea, watching cartoons, um, playing video games, you know, taking bubble baths, little things like that. Coloring. Yeah. Plushies. Yeah, and you really don't even have to be into any of those things. Yeah, they're just usually, typically common traits within... Yeah. Not all the time. Yeah. We can even go into, like, diapers, wearing diapers or using pacifiers, but that's not something that I... Applies to everyone? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to apply to you. Um, Like, I don't use diapers, so... Yeah. You know, sometimes (laughs) we get those DMs and people hit us up and they're like, hey, like, I'm not into the diaper thing. I'm not into pacifiers. I'm not into... I hate the color pink, you know. Yeah, I hate Aww. this. I hate, and then and then they automatically, well, I must not be little. Because every time that I join the chat room, the minute that I tell them that I'm not into those type of things, they automatically throw the gavel on me and say, no, you don't belong here. Yeah. You're not little. Yeah, you really don't have to be into any of them. If you're not into them, you're not into them. It could be something completely... Polar opposite. Now, here's a question for all of you. <laughs> Have you met someone in your life whom you know has inherent childlike behavior or qualities? I'm not talking about uh, this person not being responsible or immature. That's completely different. I'm saying uh, attributes that could potentially identify this person as little. And I'm going to ask, and I'm asking this. Because I know for a fact that there's a lot of littles out there mm-hmm. that have, first of all, they don't 
don't even know that a lifestyle exists. Yeah. Don't even know that they can identify as such or or are extremely afraid of even exerting that energy, that desire because they've been told it's wrong or yeah, bad or, or like you need to outgrow that. Like why up. do you still have plushies and Yeah, there's definitely a lot of those too. Like And it starts at home. <laughs> oh yeah. So, you know, there's there's things here and there where um and there, we haven't even talked about brats, you know? That's a completely different type of submissive, but I feel can also fall into DDLD. Yeah. So, um, I want to be gender inclusive as well. So there's there can be littles that are just little. They're not little girls. They're little boys, you know? Um, there's, there's doms that can be mommies or just... I don't know. What would the other term be? Like a caregiver? Caregivers. Yeah. There's caregivers that only want to be called caregivers or they want a specific term. Well, let's, let's focus on the little aspects of things first because I know that that's something that you can give us a I lot. Can speak up about that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I don't know where to start. I think it's something that I discovered at a pretty young age and... At 18, that's when I met you, and I knew what I was looking for, you know. Um, we, I, I knew a little bit of the lifestyle, but I honestly didn't think it was real. I thought in my head, the fact that in BDSM, there was a category that was, I guess, kind of like hardcore, but also soft at the same time. I was like, that's for me. So, over time, I still feel like me, or who I am, and the way that I identify has and probably will always be little. Um, a submissive who enjoys being disciplined, a submissive who enjoys, you know, being given tasks, or having someone to mentor me who can um, help me stay on track of the things that I want to do. It's not like you're training me to become the perfect version of who you want me to be. You know? You, like, you the dom. Right? Yes. Okay. So, when we first met, or when we first engaged, and I came to you, and I was open about the specifics of the lifestyle, and because we met on the basis of, I'm looking for a dom, and you were looking for a submissive. But it wasn't until, like, we started talking more in depth that we realized we were both kind of looking for the same thing. But you didn't know the, the acronym at the time. That's right. But I also did know that in every relationship that I had been in the past, I had been addressed as daddy. <laughs> yeah. Because in looking at my love letters from all my relationships, at least the serious ones, it was always like, daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I think, and I'm going <clears> to, I want you to continue with that because I also, you know, I, I will also get into what it means to be a daddy for me and how I felt like I inherited those traits or okay. I accumulated or whatever, you know. Yeah. Okay. So going back to the little girl role, um, as a little girl... I consider myself a type of submissive that 
enjoys I'm a little girl that enjoys watching anime, you know, in my free time, playing video games. I have plenty of stuffies. I collect my little ponies because I love my little pony. Yeah, you have plenty of those. Yeah, they're my favorite. And so, um, but it can also translate to stuff. So as a little girl or like a little submissive, I embody pretty much all of the qualities of a submissive and how I enjoy serving and pleasing and catering to my dom. Not because he's asking me, but because I get actual enjoyment like on my own, I guess that's the best way to say it, um, for doing those things. Uh, but with that, I also feel like I give so much. So I, I require someone who can give just as much in return. Who can keep up with you. Yeah, pretty much. Like, someone who's gonna pamper me, for lack of a better word, because of how much I'm willing to give to this one person. So the way that you and I met was pretty much based off of that. I was looking for a daddy dom who was going to, you know, guide me and I guess kind of show me the ropes of what it's like being a submissive and being trained. And I really, really wanted discipline more than anything, but it wasn't like, it wasn't discipline in a way where I wanted to become someone else. I wanted discipline to strengthen my own qualities and just feel like I didn't have to worry too much about control when I would feel overwhelmed. Because that was the other thing too. Um, like, I didn't want someone to just come into my life and boss me around. And be like, do this for me, or you need to be like that for me. It was more like, I know what I can offer. And if you're patient with me, and if you help me, I can offer you so much more. And I was willing to do that and find someone for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've always felt that there's this negative idea that... It is wrong to be needy. And it's usually attributed to most lit littles that can be classified as them being very needy. And for a daddy dom, and I'm hoping that I'm able to relate to, you know, plenty of other daddy doms who, uh, who can listen, who will listen to this podcast, that inherently you desire that caregiving nature. You want to be able to give an abundance to protect. And inherently, I feel that I've embraced the traits of a daddy dom as a, as a caregiver because I feel that I should care for my little. I should provide for her. I should be 
her guidance. I should try to lead her in the right way, in the right direction. Not necessarily bossing her around or telling her exactly what she needs to do and how she needs to, to live. I kind of feel like some of those those traits to where there's a commanding officer in charge are more in relation to a master-slave dynamic. I'm not entirely uh, understanding of master-slave dynamics. I'm pretty sure we can do a topic on that in the near future. But for Daddy Dom and the nature of the inherent nature of me as a man, as a Daddy Dom, is wanting to be a caregiver, wanting to provide, wanting to cherish and uh, embrace those aspects of a needy little who craves extra attention, who craves a level of discipline. That's not necessarily including any aspects of uh, sexuality because I know that there's plenty of littles out there that do not sexualize their little space or their littleness or who they are and th that's also okay yeah there's there's definitely yeah we're talking about more of a lifestyle um there are people who practice ddlg in a kink perspective and only in the bedroom which is perfectly fine like i think that falls more under Kind the role-playing like, aspects of it? Or? Yeah, it's like age play. Age play. Age play is a kink. Okay. Uh, which is different from age regression. <laughs> okay. So age regression is pretty much something... And there's controversy about it, too. Like, if you look up age regression, there's a lot of back and forth or debate between it being something that anyone at any age can partake in. Okay. But it has more to do... Age regression has more to do with... Kind of like a coping mechanism. Or a way to get comfort. Yeah. yeah and I'm going to say something. There has been several instances where... Um, even during a scene that is an ex like a in-depth extreme scene... Mm -hmm that I've wit personally have seen that um, there's certain levels of age regression. And in fact, uh, one of the other things that I've noticed in speaking with other littles mm -hmm. is that when they feel comfortable, when they know that you are genuine, that me as a daddy dom, I am genuine in my approach and wanting to understand them or wanting to get to know them at a deeper level... And not necessarily for the purposes of engaging in any type of relationship or or dynamic with them, just for the purposes of understanding them. I've recognized that um, there is a pitch, a voice pitch that changes in them, yeah, where they feel comfortable being little, and mm -hmm. so now they they do the uh, the the baby talk and when they feel comfortable. And obviously, you know, others, they they feel more comfortable, more open about the idea of baby talk just out and about. Yeah, it's definitely a comfort thing for them, I think. Or I don't know, I think it can vary. Some people can do that for 
age play just in a kinky aspect you know now get into character i have a question okay because everybody's gonna ask okay do you think that age regression or or well ddlg or just littles yeah do you think that uh, there's daddy issues involved Huh. Based on traumas? I mean, do I have to get into that? <laughs> I want to say that in certain circumstances it may be so. There can be. But not necessarily like daddy issues. What about like other traumas that could lead to that? So I wouldn't say it's specific to daddy issues, quote unquote. It could just be something else in that person's background or history that kind of led to that. Right, and but that could what, be fifty-fifty. What could it be? Well, um, I'm, I'm saying that I'm pretty sure there's going to be plenty of things. But yeah, what he, is your I opinion think it's of it? Because he's asking specifically if it it's daddy issues. Um, it could be related to like anything traumatic in like the childhood that could be linked to that, like kind of regression, like a safe place, because that's usually how, or I've heard people use that to cope. Right, but wouldn't it be as a result of not having that father-like figure in your childhood? The positive childlike <laughs> figure in your childhood. Yeah. That um, could be, I mean, or even just a, an overall parent that's lacking. Yeah. Because because then, you know, there's littles that have mommy issues. Yes. But yeah. then in return, if you really are saying that, then that would also imply that daddies have little issues. Like I'm going to have an issue I have personal issues about that matter that make me more inclined to be attracted to little, little traits. <laughs> it's uh, okay, you know. I I want to say that there are some truths to that. There can be. There. Can I, I I'm pretty be. sure it doesn't apply to everyone. Correct. I don't think it necessarily has to apply to everyone, or that it defines it. Correct. Yeah, I no. think. Um, there can be, there probably can be littles who had a good relationship or didn't have, like, a bad upbringing and they just really enjoyed their childhood and that's why they, yeah. you know, like, it, it's, I think that's what I, was I don't know, it's like you're out. asking, it's like you're asking me, are littles immature? Where there are some. Correct. But it could be attributed to the fact that they don't want to grow up. There are some littles that we've experienced in both public chat rooms and whatnot that they embrace their littleness, but in a certain way where they don't want to, they don't want to deal with responsibilities, which is different in my opinion yeah. as to how you are little. I can ask you the same thing, you know, if like, if if a submissive chooses or, or identifies as a little or as little, right? Does that mean they're immature? That they don't want to take on responsibilities. They don't want to grow up. They don't want to be an adult. And I completely disagree with that. But that's my personal opinion because of who I am as an overall individual. Little is, is like the core of who I am. And, and I'm going to go into detail about this because there's also little space that needs to be discussed, which is different from little mentality. So, 
I'll, I'll give more detail on that. But basically, I don't think I'm an immature person. I think I'm capable of taking on responsibilities like an adult. And at the same time, there are moments where I don't want to take on any sort of responsibility because I can be overwhelmed or I feel like the adult world is, is too much. And you slap on your onesie. Yeah. And like, you lay next to me. Yeah, it just depends on what's going on in my daily life or just overall in the world. Sometimes it can be scary. And so kind of going into that regression helps me cope or get some sort of comfort out of it. I feel that. Um, and the reason why I asked that question earlier do you feel that it's associated to any traumatic experience or having daddy issues or whatnot? Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to put anybody on the spot. I think I w- it was more because the more I think about it, the more I'm able to understand how it affected m- me growing up, my childhood. Okay. So I didn't come up in the most positive environment in our household. And it wasn't because... Um, any other reason other than the fact that uh, we had kind of like a broken upbringing with my mom and my dad who weren't around for for years. So at the age of like, I want to say between 8 and 10, I raised my sister. And I still struggle saying the word sister <laughs> because I raised my sister who was only four months as she was my daughter. And so I changed her diapers. I took, you know, I prepared her bottles. And as we were bouncing around from one place to another, nobody was taking on the responsibility of taking care of her, but me. So at the age of like maybe 12 and 13, she was calling me, you know, dad. I was her dad. And so for me, if if I make that link, that is a very (laughs) defined link right there. That I personally have daddy issues because um, that is just inherently, I feel like that's where it had, it may have that potential to derive from that part of my life, that part of my life where I had to grow up so quick. I could say the same thing as little as someone who embraces their childlike behavior. I feel like. In my actual childhood, I I didn't get to enjoy that as much because I was thrown on responsibilities at a young age. There was no, or there hardly was a chance for not just like me, but anyone around me to embrace me as a child. And so I just was, you know, treated like an adult or had to do things like most adults and now it's like, damn, I missed out on that opportunity. And then I know that Mittens this um, identifies as a kitty, and we'll do a topic on pet play in the near future. Yeah. But <laughs> I also know that just as much as you, Momo, have certain aspects that you enjoy within pet play, yeah. I know that there are certain aspects that mittens has that are in um what's the word i want to use here 
They're like little qualities. Little qualities. And I almost feel like the way that she is little is completely different than the way that you are. Probably. And <laughs> keep in mind that when we met Mittens, she was really bratty. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> she always wanted to push buttons. She always wanted to test to see how far she can get away with things. I think it's because I never experienced someone that would, like, I guess, discipline me the right way. So I was trying to figure out and test, like, okay, like, what can I get away with? And because it's a new experience, it was a way for me to learn. And I was also nervous and shy. So I felt like being that bold or, like, bratty was, like, a way to kind of, like, hey, look at me. Like, I want attention. Like, mm. <laughs> That's how like I feel I... a lot of... I've always felt that bratty, that brats are mm. just good girls in disguise. Yeah. That, that haven't yeah. found, maybe, and I, and I could be wrong, and I may throw, them, throw in some enemies in here, but <laughs> I've always felt that brats are good girls... That have not been put on check. <laughs> it's like, how many times have I seen this where they say brats are brats hate being called the or hate being told that they're brats? Yeah, yeah. You know? Like if you tell if you tell them you're a fucking brat and they get triggered, then you already know, like they're bratty or they. But like I also them. feel that there's certain <laughs> parts that they embrace about it. Like, look at me. Look at how much I can get away with. Like. I'm not, you know, you you like no you can't can, handle me yeah. that type of attitude. Yeah. Until they can, until they find someone that can handle them. But it's interesting because in myself, I didn't identify that as bratty because I felt like some girls would like do that and that was their thing. But I, I honestly like I felt sad after. Like I didn't want like. You didn't want to be identified as that? Yeah, like, it made me more sad when I was finally, like, put on check and told that. Because I was like, oh, like, I just want, like, <laughs> like, I want to be good. I mean, every sub wants to be told that she's a good girl. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, no, not everyone. But I'm just saying, like, for the most part. Yeah. that That's that's always been my push. <laughs> True. But I remember making the distinction between being bratty and mischievous which I linked to like my like pet play or like I guess um kitten kitten space which I'll get into later you know what I'm, I'm being honest here I, I feel like I've experienced um the lifestyle with so many littles and brats and baby girls that I can honestly say that there, there is certain distinctions in every single one of them. There are littles that are always wanting to be good, but they're always bratty. Mm -hmm. There's brats that always want to be brats. They just they embrace that brattiness because nobody has ever they don't want to be taken the time them. to invest in them or had the patience or had the patience. Yeah, because. Yeah. And then, and then it breaks down into the type of dom that you, the type of daddy dom that you may be potentially interested in. You yeah. may want someone that's 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 more rigid, that's more dom than he is daddy. There's definitely uh, people who, or like doms who identify as brat tamers. True. Oh yeah. So that's a that's a thing. You know what I find <laughs> really fascinating is mommies. 
we don't get a lot of mummies. I know that we have... Mommies, we, if you're out there, hit me up. <laughs> I know that we follow some mommies. Yeah, they're just like, they're rare They're like gems. rare gems. <laughs> and like, I don't know enough of... Per- I don't personally know enough mommies. Like, I would love to, I feel like to, we though. need to. Like, we should bring one on the show. Yeah. Any mommies interested in being on the show, we'd be more than... Hit me up, please. <laughs> hit my DMs. Yeah. I think it's just a fascinating someone that ha- that that desires uh or embraces uh their mommy like mommy traits. Yeah. And and you know, I'm also inclusive and I'm actually interested in in uh engaging in the conversation or understanding of of little's like little males. Like little boys? Yeah. Or or other littles. I'm just going to say just be inclusive of everyone, just other littles. Non-binary. Yeah, yeah. Just anyone that's that's interested in in opening up about how they feel or what makes them feel that way. Yeah, for sure. It would be nice because I don't know a lot of littles. I mean, yes, but not some that are different from what like the general criteria or what you normally see on the the internet for little girls, you know? Yeah, and then I'm also curious because I know that, well, let me ask you this directly, okay. Momo. Yeah. What is the one thing that is your fallback that you enjoy doing as little? Oh, I have a lot. I can't pinpoint one. Okay, well then name three. I love playing video games. And I like watching My Little Pony. And... Probably baking. Yeah. yeah. Those are the top three. Yeah, like, I, like, the, it, like, watching My Little Pony is probably one of those things that will immediately just put me in little space. Would you be able to describe what little space is to you? Um, yes. So, little space for me, it's when I reach a certain level of comfort where... I do end up doing those things where um, I feel like my facial expressions kind of change. The way I engage with people. it's And you don't normally do it. That's the other thing that I would like for you to explain. Right. You um, are very cautious who you are little around. Yeah, I'm very protective of that. It's. I feel like I'm going to sound crazy explaining this, but I'm going to do it. I have... So, kind of like... In my headspace, there's adult me, so adult Momo, and then there's little Momo. Adult Momo always is the one that's in charge and um, is responsible for taking care of little Momo. Little Momo, it freaking runs wild in my head. And that's the difference between the little space and the little mentality. So little mentality isn't something that I can turn on and off. Little space, I can Little space is more of my outside world that's shifting versus my little mentality. It's something in my head that's just constantly, you know, like... Processing. Yeah, like like I can be engaging as an adult and being mature or having to deal with, you know, adult responsibilities and thinking, okay, like I got to take care of this. I know I have chores I need to do or engaging with other adults about serious topics. 
But in my head, I'm thinking, like, my little's just running wild thinking, okay, what are we going to do next? This is freaking boring. Like, let's get out of here. I, I want some snacks, you know? Like, they're, they're separate, kind of. But my adult me is responsible for little me. And so adult me is usually the one that needs to give the green light for little me to come out and be in little space. That's that's how it works. You know what, though? I don't know that that's how it worked for you, Mittens. I feel like sometimes you let your littleness just run amok. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. No, no, no. I know you're not. Um, it's different for everyone. Yeah, I think, yeah, it just works differently for me. And it's definitely, like, a level of comfort. I know for sure when it comes to, like, different people like I'm still learning how to be comfortable I guess within myself and with others so it's definitely like if I want to reach that level with someone like it it takes a while for me to feel that I'm safe enough to like be that way and be happy in any given way that I can for me (laughs) being identifying as a daddy dom i when i engage in getting to know someone and i've identified qualities in that person that i find attractive and that person just all of a sudden becomes just fascinating because they've included me or they've shown me a certain side of themselves that they don't normally show others I become extremely curious in getting to know this person at a deeper level and wanting to understand what drives her, what motivates her, what type of things does she enjoy? Is it something that's, that's, yeah, that I'm able to help them? Because I've been mentor to plenty littles Mm -hmm. that I don't necessarily need to be or desire to be involved in any deeper relationship or let alone anything that has to do with sexuality. Yeah. And I've always kind of embraced those aspects because even, even now, I mean, I have littles who've hit me up over kick over my, you know, personal cell phone or DMS who Twitter, Twitter, who I've known for years. And they, some of these, some of these littles are actually, you know, married and in vanilla relationships Mm -hmm. and they come to me for certain levels of comfort or, or because they know, or they feel that I understand a level of depth into who they are that other people can't. And to me, that's, that in itself is just gratification. It's beautiful to know that I get to know and understand a part of you that somebody else can't or that you haven't found the courage to be yourself around because this person hasn't given you the opportunity or embraced all the aspects of who you are. And I want to emphasize on that because there is a lot of beautiful littles out there that have yet to come out of their shell. Mm -hmm. In fact, I dare say there's a lot of littles out there they will never come out of their shell because they're afraid of what 
the world is going to say about them. They're afraid that if they wear something that's a little too loud, that people will point the finger. Or if it's too young for... for or if them. it's too young for them yeah. to... to Or that seems too childish for them yeah. to do, they're going to be intimidated by the idea that somebody's going to find out and they're just going to be mocked or bullied. Not taken seriously. Not taken seriously. That's and a big one. For that me. is a big one. <laughs> And and I want to say that there is a community out there that 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 embraces every aspect of who you are. There's a lot of littles out there that have uh, been discriminated, or I want to say, what's the other word? Shamed, kink shamed, shamed, just shamed. Yeah. Because and and the, and it doesn't. And when I I want to make sure that we we that I get this out of the way and it's completely clear. Being little has nothing to do with how, like, your physical age. No. I mean, I can sit here right now and I can tell you that if I look at my mom, she is little in every way that she is. Yeah, because she embraces those childlike qualities. Yeah, she's walking around with a one, with a frog onesie. <laughs> she's always... She's she loves she loves anything and everything that has to do that's just super energetic, plushies. She likes to dance. She loves to dance. <laughs> yeah. She likes being silly. Yeah. And yeah. she embraces those aspects of herself. And and when I was younger, I was there was a part of me that was like, Mom, come on, you you know, like this is I don't I'm not comfortable you doing this that's around other people. Because you had to be an adult when you were a kid, you yeah. know. <laughs> True. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, Mom, you just live your life however you want to be, whatever makes you happy, you do you. Yeah, the way I see it, it, it really does have to do more with identity than with um, being associated to, like, who you engage with. That's the other thing, too. Because some people will argue and say, you can only be little when you have a daddy dumb. You don't need to do that. And I disagree. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just like I've seen certain tweets or certain people posting stuff that says, well, I'm not a daddy because I don't have a little. Yeah. No, you're, if you are who you are, that's who you are. Just, you're just missing your other half. Yeah. You know, the other part of you that like makes you feel more daddy because now you get an opportunity to embrace those aspects that you weren't able to. With someone who's going to appreciate and, you know, love you for being you. That's true. The other thing is, let's stop with the idea that a daddy or a little needs to look a certain age or a certain way. Because littles come in different sizes, different shapes, different colors, different backgrounds. Daddies come in different shapes. Different body types, sizes, different genders. sizes, and you know what? The media, social social media, has corroded the idea that you need to have this, you know, six foot three, mustache. bearded mustache, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, gentrified, whatever the daddy yeah, that is gentleman that's a that's a Pinterest perfect. Uh, Persona, no, as no. as same thing as like oh a little needs to be a certain age. They gotta dress like 
like dolly like yeah they they need to dress like a like you know you do not need to do you don't need to do any of that stuff the reason why people do them is probably has more to do with trying to get to that headspace and they're they also do not need to have an age gap relationship no you know i've 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 known littles you know in their late 30s i've known littles in their 40s that are just as wonderful yeah, it does not need to be an age gap relationship. I think it has more to do with if your partner is someone that you trust, that you look up to, that you know can guide you and help you grow in ways that you want to grow. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah. And just embrace it. Embrace each other. Embrace those qualities in each other. Nobody should tell you how to live your life. Nobody has the right to tell you how to live your life. I think that that in itself, this in itself, and the way that we carry our dynamic has been more than enough for us to have, you know, more than 8,000 followers on Twitter because we don't focus on retweeting, you know, kink stuff and whatnot, which is okay. You know, there's a lot of, we follow a lot of kink stuff. Yeah. But... I feel that most of our uh, fan base audience. audience follows us because they are couples or littles or daddies, mommies that understand that we have a serious VDLG dynamic. Yeah, again, it's a lifestyle for us. We engage, and this is who we are 24-7. It's not just a persona that we carry in the bedroom or are only doing it, like, for sexual play. <laughs> and it, and that's the other thing, too, when we were talking about sexualizing your, your little side. Um, some do it, some don't. And and the thing about it is, it's that's also perfectly fine. You can have a full-on dynamic that you know, with your daddy or with your little that could end up in a relationship that can last forever and never, ever, ever engage in bedroom uh, uh, kink when it comes to the DLG. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. I will even go as far as saying that you don't need to have a little age. (laughs) No, it's true. And people... And people are going to want to fight me on this. <laughs> but I will say, you do not need to have a little age. You can. There's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely. I'm not going to shame anyone. I'm not saying like, oh, you have a little age. Well, that's different. You're not You're not a natural little. No, there's no such thing. Okay? Just, it's okay if you don't have one. Because... I don't have one. <laughs> we also encourage and we all we want to know about middles. There's yeah, there's I don't so know. little that I I don't, I don't understand that. about it. Remember we went to um to a munch once? Yeah, a local like in our city. Yeah, munch. it was local munch. And when we got there we tried to engage with others, someone came up to us. He was a and he told us that he was a A diddle. A diddle. Yeah. <gasps> yes. And okay, I'm gonna say this because I need to say it. I 
I cracked out. I laughed about it because I thought he was joking. It's a real thing. I honestly thought he was joking. But it it, it is a real thing. It is a real thing. There's I think like we've come across a lot of at least I I feel like in the kick rooms when they were active, we came across a lot of doms that said they were switches. You see, I don't but necessarily isn't that different. No. Well, the switches within, like, they identify the li- as littles as well. They're daddy doms and littles. And I find oh. that incredibly fascinating because I know absolutely nothing about male switches. But I like the term, diddle. Diddle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cute. It is cute. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he told us. I remember he told us. He was like, oh yeah, I'm a diddle. And I was like, a what? <laughs> oh, a what? <laughs> oh, um, a what? A diddle. I'm He's a daddy. Like, I'm and a daddy. I'm a switch. So I'm a daddy and a little, a diddle. I honestly thought he was joking, like because yeah. he kind of laughed about it. Yeah. And I didn't know whether to take him serious at that level, but I also didn't want to offend anyone. I I felt like he was just trying to make me feel comfortable, because I remember him asking like, "Oh, like how do you identify?" He was being friendly with us because we were new. They right. all kind of like knew each other. Like, oh, like, welcome. Like, it's glad you guys are here. Like, what are your roles and how do you identify? I was like, I'm a little. And he's like, cool, I'm a diddle. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I had never heard it. So maybe his way of breaking the ice. Yeah, he was super friendly. Yeah, oh, everybody cool. was really, that's really cool about the lifestyle. But it was the first time hearing that term ever. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to munches and whatnot, for the most part, it's unlike going to your regular clubs. Yeah. People are very friendly and they're very eager to teach yeah or just get to know yeah to share people that are local in the community i mean we only went to one but it is interesting but i mean the times that we've been to the to the to the 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 dungeon dungeon, we met a, a few people out there that were pretty cool too yeah that's true but we we don't i don't know anything about Male switches. Male switches. Yeah, that's a, that's a completely different topic. Yeah. What what would I, be your takeaway on this? What what is something that you would want to share with all the littles in the world? <laughs> um, I I feel like I also didn't. Well, hold on. I'm not gonna share that yet because I also want to be able to touch up on like the difference between DDLG and ABDL. Okay. You know, like, I'm not, I I don't know much about ABDL in that community because I don't feel like I'm part of it. So ABDL is? Adult baby diaper lovers. But they're not part of BDSM, though. They, no, it's, that's the, that's the part that's tricky because there can be a lot of things that overlap that are similar. Like someone that's in ABDL doesn't necessarily associate to BDSM. Right, and they may not even associate to the DLG. Correct. So it's they're not the same. Right. That's just what I want to say. Okay, okay. Clear the air. There's ABDL, which is Adult Baby Diaper Lovers. It's a whole community of its own, separate from DDLG. Sometimes they will overlap, but they don't have to. So there's that. <laughs> but in terms of what I want to tell all the littles in the world... Oh All the gosh. littles in the world. Wow. I think I want to say something about how if they've ever been hurt by daddies. 
something like because you know that I feel like I've heard a lot of stories of them getting hurt or um, like judged or um, kind of uh, ghosted by daddies and whatnot. I see. I I I understand where you're going with it, and I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of stories behind that. But I also want to make sure that we understand that there is a big problem in the community when there is a new submissive, someone that may identify as anything, a slave or, or little or pet or whatnot, and then encounters someone who identifies as a dom, but only identifies as a dom from the mouth out, not in their actions, not in their behaviors. And yeah, so what ends up happening is they point out the finger and say that Dom was this, 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 and that. But if you really go back, they were not Dom to begin with. Yeah. They just use that title to take advantage, to take advantage of them. Yeah. And so I feel that we should do a separate show mm-hmm. where we're addressing how to identify Fakes. Yes. Oh, man. Fakes. And I say <laughs> fakes from all levels. Yeah. People that are manipulative. People that are going to want to take advantage of you. That are just doing it for selfish reasons. That are doing it for selfish I've always been an advocate for, for you know, discovering these call, fuck boys if you must. We call them Google Doms. Google Doms. <laughs> That are after you, that you're the primary target because they feel like, oh, you know, Littles, I'm going to take advantage She's of the situation. New. She's she new. She doesn't know. know. Yeah. And I'm going to carry on this 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 abusive behavior because this is something that she finds attractive. And at the end of the day, they'll ghost you, yeah. block you, and then they'll end up taking something that like they may not see it. Yeah. But at the end of it all, they may end up taking more than they should have. Or that you allowed. Yeah. I think I want to say that being little has strength. Remember that. Please. You know, there's there's times where I know it can feel like you're small and things are hard and tough. But there's a lot of strength in being little. And just like embracing those qualities of yourself and loving those parts of yourself and like who they make you out to be versus... Feeling like you need to hide them. You don't. People are going to love you for you. And if they can't appreciate those qualities of who you are and the fact that you enjoy embracing your inner child, then maybe they're not someone you should be around. (laughs) You know? Because there's nothing wrong. You're not doing any harm to anyone. You also don't need to identify in the community just to feel that you can embrace your your little side you don't need to be a part of the community you don't need to be out yeah. and about and tell everyone oh i'm part of the dog to embrace your 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 littleness the yeah. little attributes or whatnot yeah and i think that's why I, I this isn't something that i've seen a lot on online but i remember having a conversation with someone i believe it was on twitter about it and the difference between they they said that they've identified as a, as a little but they've always struggled with getting into little space they're like i feel like um 
the way I carry myself is always different from how most littles carry themselves, but I wouldn't call it little space. What is it? And so we got into this huge discussion and I was like, okay, this is different because the mentality, the little mentality isn't something that can go away. It's you carry it with you all the time. And that little mentality isn't something, isn't something that anyone should be able to strip you from. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. As far as any advice that I can give anyone from a caregiver perspective, Mm -hmm. you really have to do a lot of self-analysis. You have to understand yourself in your core. What Mm -hmm. are your true motives? Why are you interested in the lifestyle? Who is it benefiting? Who are you helping the most? You can apply those same questions to littles too. Yeah. Because if a little is desperate to seek a caregiver without truly understanding their own like inner child that can lead. they can take away yeah they can end up hurting someone correct that can lead to codependency yeah it, and you know what and i'm telling you this from from experience and i've seen it happen plenty of times i've known online plenty of daddy doms plenty of doms that have all the traits that are required by most littles and that the minute that they send the picture out, they are blocked. They're ghosted. And that is selfish. You should at least have the courage to tell someone. I'm, I hate to say this, but have the courage to say, hey, listen, you know, I'm not interested. I don't know. I've always felt like I have a personal vendetta of people who ghost because we should have that level of respect for everyone. An ability to just communicate as adults. Yeah. You know? That's a big one. If, if, if you're talking to someone that's a potential, right? And something happens where you see, oh, no, this is a deal breaker. Oh, like this, this person's not going to fit what I'm looking for. You can be honest to tell them that's what the whole lifestyle is about. Transparency, communication. Mittens, if you want to close with something, what would you close with? Um. I just <laughs> so I've had this thought for a little bit or for a while, but I don't think littles or however you identify as your role, there shouldn't be a checklist of like what requirement there is. I, I'm more like be yourself, be happy, enjoy the things that you do, and if for whatever reason it doesn't fit the niche, like it's perfectly fine. Like I know for me as a pet. I remember hearing from other pets, like, oh, well, like, you know, this is more like you're a little, you're not a pet. And it's like, no, like. Don't tell me how to live my life. Yeah, like, be who you are and embrace who you are. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And you could like what you like. You could be a little that likes gothic things. Like, there's different people, like, different shapes, sizes. So, like, hey, have fun with who you are. Embrace yourself. And, like, don't let anyone tell you who you are and who you're, you're not. Yeah, that's what like we're trying my best. To say, yeah, love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> all in all, you can follow us. Our Twitter is DTLG underscore lifestyle. Our webpage is 
ddlglifestyle.com. Or you can email us at adults at ddlglifestyle.com. For all your questions, comments, and concerns. And critiques. <laughs> and critiques. So, yeah. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.